Check, check, check. This is Elbows and Jumpers. Live in effect. Episode 9. We got the usual starting lineup. Scritchy scratch on the boards. Hey. I'm Rudy starting at the 2. What up, what up? And we got the superstar of the show, of course, <laughs> Mr. Dennis. Regular ass Dennis. Nah, you, you're a superstar, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome so, back, everybody. I mean, um, welcome back, guys. We've actually haven't communicated with each other very much in the past three weeks since our last episode. Oh, yeah. It's been a, been a rough time for Houston, for sure. Yeah. With, um, with the freeze and um, trying to survive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... And trying to forget at the same time, so hopefully we can help others do the same a little bit and move on exactly a little bit to with their day to day lives. I mean, y'all make it all right though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we we're uh, eating to um, you know preserve calories and you know doing everything you see on uh, what's the guy's name, the Bear Grylls. So we use all his <laughs> tactics. <laughs> yeah, we're good too. Yeah, yeah made some fireside coffee one one morning. Um, definitely wasn't a fun time, so hopefully we can, you know, give you all a reason to, um, you know, get a little bit of distraction in your life with everything that's happening. Um, unfortunately, that involves a whole lot of L's from the Rockets since our last episode, even with some some games that we skipped over due to the ice storm. Even even the weather itself could the as bad as the ice storm was. That ice storm saved a couple of L's on our whole calendar. Man, just that ice storm is a whole symbolic view of what just Houston's going to take the L this whole month, <laughs> starting this year, just with there's so much some, that's going on. There's so. some silver lining, though. Hopefully, you know, at, we're going to see um, after the All-Star break, we're going to see uh, Wood back. We're going to see uh, our young guys step up a little bit. You got um, Kenyon, uh, KJ Martin coming back, uh, Kevin, Kevin Porter, Porter Jr., Jr. Um, so so what, what's our streak right now? We're at 13? 13 games in a row. You know, James Harden's number has, has been advertised by the national media. Yeah. I mean, they can't stop talking about that, that last game before to end the uh, that first part of the season. Um, ending up with 13 losses in a row to go into the All-Star break. Feels great. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I mean, are y'all... So we're... Have, I mean, is it the tank? Is it... I mean, what do you love about this? There's a... Well, what, uh, just go ahead, a, Scratch. What do you love about it? The tank. The tank? Yeah. You love the tank. I'm ready to... I guess I'm all the way in with tank. That's I'm not the there thing. yet. I'm I, not there yet. You know what? I, you you want to... You, you feel like you know where the current is going, right? You kind of... I kind of don't. No, no. Hold on, hold on. That's that's exactly what I want to talk about. Like, just when you... This is this is a, the thing that Houston sports will do to you. It'll make you believe that what you believe is right. That, oh, it'll give you a reason to live the existence you're living. And you saying that 13 games in a row is great. We're going to get a... Um, uh, a, a high draft pick, things are going to work out. But let me tell you what's going to happen. What's going to happen? Just because you want to go zig, it's going to zag on you. And <laughs> now you got Chris Wood com- coming back from injury. You got Kevin Porter Jr., Kevin Martin Jr. coming back to the uh, to the team. And you're going to see a recalibrated team after the All-Star break ready to win some bullshit-ass games that you don't want to win now. Well, you know, I say bullshit-ass games, but they're important for the, for the um, I guess, the 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 branding of the franchise to say we're not, you know, as loser as the Knicks. Remember when we were counting on that W when we see the Knicks? I had a, I had a friend of mine this just this past week asked me, um, you know, if if there was a bad sports city in the U.S., is 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 that is that us? Is that Houston? No, it's all, all these. I mean, all the losing has happened due to unfortunate circumstances. That's what I say. Um, but like, so, don't don't just get it all in on the tank because you'll break exactly. your heart. No, it's not all in on the tank. The um, the trade deadline is going to show where the organization is heading. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a lot of variables going on. It is. Oh, you need to fix your hair, player. <laughs> One time. No, the top. The top. <laughs> We're going to give a, a few We're seconds. We're live on here. Twitch. We're live on Twitch right now, but we can always. Hit. There you go. There you go. Right. Got to make sure your pimping's up. So no, um, <laughs> we're, leaving, we're definitely leaving that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Elbows and jumpers. This is episode nine. There you go. So <laughs> wait. So okay, we're eleven and twenty-three right now. Um, we've been on a thirteen-game losing streak. We have. I mean, after All-Star break, we have what like thirty-something games left. Um, so you can't exactly say it's going to be a tank because we really have to wait for that trade trade deadline. Like Dennis said. And we can go on. We can go it's, on two like five game winning streaks and be back in it. You know, so it's. Uh, I don't know about in it. I don't think. I think that um, 
we definitely don't want to put ourselves in a position where we end up getting a between a five and 11 draft pick, which is not ours anyway. So we had to be committed to being in the middle playing and being in a playoff hunt or in the bottom four of the, of the league, which doesn't seem possible really with the talent that we have. But I mean, it, we're not in the same situation as the Pistons and the Timberwolves. But every game was like a what, 15, 20 point loss. Yeah, yeah but I'll tell you why. I'll tell 15. you who that's on. You know what? And, and they're going to hate me for this, but it's John Wall. You wanted to you be the tripping, man, bro. You wanted to be the man. You could, you got, you couldn't get one win out of thirteen games. Well, that's the idiotic that's statement. That's the idiotic statement right there. No, it's it's saying them. you. If you are a superstar in this league, you got to be able to gut one win out somehow, some way with the talent around you. You, we see certain superstars be able to do that, and I'm sorry, but that you can't just make an excuse for every single game. Now, granted, John Wall has put up some significant numbers. I think it's like what 24 points a game, like uh, 10 re- uh, 10 assists, about and about nine rebounds. The slow right? starts is what probably messes the up. The slow as starts, well. but I mean, you you're the leader of the team. You control the tempo. You can That's you true. control. Look at what Chris Paul's doing over in the Phoenix Suns. You have a point there because I haven't been seeing what he's been doing when we had Chris Wood. No facilitating, just. Like pass you know why? You know why I'm gonna kill both of y'all? Why he has no us. pick and roll right now? That's the fundamental piece to his game. Why doesn't he have a pick and roll? Because he has no big man. So it's just what are y'all talking about? You have Tate. <laughs> okay, six four pick and roll. Is that was that what you're gonna win with? Y'all don't say anything. Shit, look at y'all. We quiet. can. <laughs> quiet. We can win. With look that. at y'all. Quiet. Yeah. So, anyways, nah, this, nah, I'm, I'm gonna give y'all a few I, reasons. I, I, I appreciate your. Uh, your, yeah, you your can't loyalty even say to John Wall. You can't even say anything. You just the froze. results speak louder than words. I just told you why that the happened. results of thirteen games in a row. I mean, we and it's, it's, and it's you not know a what? It's one of those things. We're in a professional world where things happen, and you have you can't make excuses like, "Oh, we have injuries." At some point, coaching some kind of you you're not playing the okay. best teams. I'm gonna break the, it the down league. for you. I'm gonna break it down for you. Chris Wood gets hurt, goes out, right? Mm-hmm. In the beginning. Um, of our podcast, I don't know what episode, but I said once we had our team, once James Harden was traded, I uh, mentioned that I'm we're, asking for one game. I can, I, can, I, like, can I finish? Yeah. So I'm giving you the big picture. So at that point, I said we needed even additional center um, aside from Boogie and Christian Wood because Christian Wood is not a real center. Mm-hmm. He's a stretch four. So when we play the Joker, when we play um, Embiid and at the Sixers, he's going to get beat up. Because he's not that big. He's lanky. He's more athletic. You know, so on defense, he's not going to be able to rebound and do all that. And Boogie Cousins is going to need help off the bench. Well, he, uh, assuming that, really, Boogie had to start a- alongside Wood. Who is now gone, by the Who way. Who is now gone, exactly. So that leads to the losing streak. Now we don't have big man. We don't have a real big man. So what happens when you don't have a real big man? You get out-rebounded. And then also injuries start to happen. You know why? Because we're six four and six five defending seven so footers. Is that, is that the G? I mean, people. If you fail at your job, people want to ask what's the what was the reason behind that? Besides, okay, we had injury. The roster construction is obviously an issue. So that's on stone, is it not? Yeah, it's on stone. We had we're so like, I tweeted that, at I, some point. It feels purposeful. Exactly. That's why I tweeted. It's an organic, intentional tank because we have a surplus of six four to six five players. But it would be confirmed once the trade di- trade deadline happens. Mm-hmm. Because are we going to move Oladipo? Are we going to move Tucker? Are we going to move Gordon? These are three big assets that we can leverage highly. We need length. We need 6'8 to 6'10 players who are athletic. It's easy to say that, but they're not just laying around. You see super teams being made left and right. You got, you, I think it was just solidified today that uh, Blake Griffin's going to the Nets. Yeah. So that's, that makes them even stronger. The, this is what's happening. They're like the great or the good players go coalesce towards those super teams to get to those championship pieces. We have to have that culture where you can't just sit up here and say we're gonna we're going to maybe at the detriment of the growth of our de- or development of our young players um, allow this to to continue and fester during this time. I agree with that. Like we're on the same page. Like this kind of stuff. So it does fall in stone. Mm-hmm. Like so you know how I'm like. Um, you know, accoladed NBA 2K GM. <laughs> <laughs> he has awards for that, by yes. the way. <laughs> I have plaques and everything. Um, so, I mean, I started my uh, Rockets career or whatever. And I traded, um, who was it? I traded Eric Gore and Daniel House, like in the beginning of the season. Um, Exum and a first round pick. 
I got Zach Levine, like Levine. <laughs> so, I mean, you need that type of sharp shooter. You know, Oladipo. That's, that's kind of the big kind of move that needs to happen this exactly. offseason. I mean, I think uh, Aaron Gordon's still out there, too, uh, for for the Well, we, magic. I mean, yeah, I mean, that would be really good, like, to have him. But he he's a little undersized, too. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm still falling on that. Um, I'll tell you the positives, though, through this. I think um, one, of the, one of the tragic things throughout all this is the shooting. I mean, I think we're at below 25% uh, on this streak. I think a lot of confidence. Do you want me to tell you why we have such poor shooting? Because we have no center. Exactly. So what happens if you get elbowed? If you're watching the games. (laughs) Yeah, what happens if if you get elbowed or you box out? On wide open threes, we were at below 25%. I'm not talking about no like every single three. I'm talking about on wide open, uncontested three-pointers we were missing. They don't have the legs. That's what happens. It's, That's true. It, it, with the it's, small ball. It's, it's ridiculous to ask P.J. Tucker, as in that. no Tate, to shoot a three at the other end when they're busting ass on you know on the block trying to get a rebound against these you know six ten to seven footers. It's ridiculous. It is. And then this is the thing that I don't like about Coach Sajis's um, press conferences. It's like it's due to effort. Like, dude, how much effort can you give? <laughs> you know, after just you know, you're, you're asking putting, too much you're of these. You're putting them out there. You're at. The, you're putting them the at a disadvantage. Exactly, without the tools. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do you expect? You can't shit on them for not doing the effort. John Wall's doing the most. I, I like this transition to the player side that Rudy's made. He's no longer on management side. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, at, in the beginning, I was, and then it felt like, <laughs> like after Wood got hurt, it's like they didn't do anything. It's like, what's the point? Yeah. You know, and then why do you let Boogie Cousins go? They took too long. Yeah, Boogie Cousins so, is an asset. Like he can rebound any ball and he can set a was, good pick. We were we were doing it was about doing Boogie Cousins a disservice by keeping him on our team. He wants to go out there and be in a competitive team that's gonna make the playoffs. He saw that riding on the wall that we we may not even make it to the AC. And he said, and they and we allowed him and, and as a professional organization, allowed him to go find that ring or the potential for a ring with another team. So that means it's a guaranteed tank by saying that. I wouldn't say it's a guaranteed tank, but it's a we're not being competitive because we don't have the luxury of just saying we're going to just decide to tank all the all the games for the sake of tanking. We've got actual talent to nurture. Well, they know something. We, we're not. I mean, I'm not going to say we're going to luck up on a win, but we have enough talent to give us wins just by the pure nature of the. It's the. I think I want to talk about this a little bit later, but uh, it's how do you construct a championship team? First, you got to have great players. I mean, outstanding, world-class, greatest of all times type players. And then you have to surround them by this high caliber, all NBA, all-star kind of uh, the bench maybe, or maybe the four and five players that, that get to the all-star game. And those, that, those guys kind of run your season for you so to, to manage the injuries of the superstars. But the superstars, when they get there, they have to play at such a high level, at, su- at such a concentration of, I, I mean, just physical prowess plus intellect to get to that point, the level of IQ you need to get to those last seconds in those game sevens, that kind of talent can be utilized all throughout a season. So you got a team that kind of gets you there. We have a team right now that's not comprised of a the greatest of all time talent, but we have a maybe an all star. I mean, couple but, I mean, just to uh, re- but we're we're creating the players that can get to that point, and we yeah, need to get them to, that room. Just to refer to our re- previous points, it can happen without that, you know. And mm-hmm. we're uh, I'm referring to. The, the Pistons and the Spurs back in the day, so it can happen. We, we don't have the the. No, I, I agree with you saying we don't maturity, have a superstar. Yeah. We don't have that superstar. So that, we have the in like, that last ten seconds, that last four seconds makes a play without a mistake. We to have get the, to the we win. have the maturity in John Wall. We had it in Boogie's cousins to lead. You know these young guys. I think John Wall is a great player, but he lacks in something that can't get him the W. He lacks in shooting. He's not a sh- sharp shooter. But most point guards like aren't Chris that Paul way. Like Chris Paul can will you to a win, I feel. No, he can't. His hamstring will eventually blow out. <laughs> like <laughs> he is now Especially we're playing with a sn- uh, small ball. As yeah. long his as Chris Paul is playing too currently, much, too much, it's too much to ask for them. You can't. You, John Wall's doing all he can. You know, you can't ask He's him. Back to, from injury. You yeah. can't ask him to play defense and shoot. You know, a ten. You know, a three. You know three pointer like Damian Litter. You can't ask him. I think, yeah. I think I'm airing out my grievances, and I think I'm done. I feel. I feel good now. I, losing doesn't feel good, guys. It losing does not no, but feel it's, good. Uh, it's understandable. We're down bad right now. <laughs> We're down bad. We, we got wins. <laughs> nice, Christian. <laughs> Elbows and jumpers, episode nine. We back. So jumping in, I think uh kind of cleared out some of the air around why we would continue watching the games. We got a lot of talent on deck. 
Um, let's talk about some of the potential trades coming up and uh, what we see this weekend and what, what could help finalize. I think a little bit of a, some background on the Rockets themselves as far as why, why bring up trades and, and what, what's going on with who our main players are. I think the big names that we see that we want to talk about in trades are Oladipo and P.J. Tucker. We just talked about whether we're we're in the process of tanking or what kind of schedule, what kind of are we trying to win or not, and I think this is part of that transition. The quicker we kind of get the guys that we that are on team that can't help us get to the part where a we're getting a high draft pick or or getting the assets we need to get the best players as quick as we can, it's we got to do everything that's possible. So first of all, moving PJ Tucker is just the right thing. I think um, he deserves to go to the Nets, go play with James Harden. They're clearly friends. I think that. Um, it gives him the best opportunity to win a, win a ring, just like Harden wants to win. And having two, two guys like that being good graces as far as from an NBA Players Union's kind of standpoint, we become we look a little bit more attractive in the offseason. Um, I mean, just to note, the Nets don't really need anything else. They have three MVP caliber players. They should win the championship. There's nothing else they need. That's all they need. They need. The, what the else quicker they win, we know what has been said, and we know what can potentially happen if that thing happens. I don't know that. Tell me. Harden said that he repays his debts. Oh, I don't even care about that. Yeah, I'm, Imagine, done. Yeah, I'm done with that. When we get our super team, this will happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Karen. <laughs> so, nah. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't really um, just dwell on that. No, no, no. It's obviously, you know, tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. But uh, talking about Oladipo, why wait, is he wait, on wait, the wait. trade block, let's, um, let's, uh, I want to make one point about Tucker before we get to Oladipo. Sure. So, I feel like Tucker should go to either the Celtics the Lakers or the Heat, because he's that um, he's that dog, that missing piece. He's that for dog. those teams. Yes, he's that. So the dog. Celtics, Lakers, and or the Heat, or the Heat. Yeah, and um, he would fit really well. I don't think the it. Lakers technically need him at this point. The Lakers need a little bit more. Bro, the Lakers are they have AD and they have LeBron. We just talked about it. if you got two yeah, of those guys playing at elite levels in the in the playoffs. That talent will overcome all but, schemes and all coaching and all no, management. No, eventually you're going to face KD, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. And that's where you may need a P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker yeah. to lock him down. Only to keep him away from the other side. Exactly. Because <laughs> P.J. Tucker is, that, is one of those, you know, those glue guys that's going to get you, is going gonna, is gonna to help get a team there. Man, yeah. Automa- automatically. With P.J. Tucker on the Lakers, I can see them winning it. And then I can see the Rockets getting some good trade I pieces. can see, what, do you think that, that PJ Tucker is the NBA champion talisman for whoever team gets that. That their their chances of championship um, go up significantly. Yes. If not they yes. if not favorite because he's, he's not afraid of the dirty work. He'll die for a ball. He'll get elbowed and mm-hmm. be okay with it. Motivate the whole team with that. God, he's a leader. He's gonna be a dog. Yep, definitely is. So yeah. I mean, like he if he gets traded, I would love to have like you know a young six ten player to come our way. Um, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know what kind of like. Do you know what uh, PJ's contract looks like? Is it I'm, bigger? It's, you no, put up your laptop. Minimum. It's on a minimum. Oh, okay. Um, but like, I mean, as a matter of fact, he's in. We're, he's trying to get a uh, contract extension. We're not giving it to him, so that's part of the thing. Yeah. Well, he deserves um, some type of reward, and a championship would definitely be it. Yeah. Um, so we're done with PJ and. Um, if he stays on the Rockets, I mean, no, it's more next... of a service to the player. It's no, not no, about... that's what it is. I mean, if if he stays until the end of the season, hopefully he can get. We're gonna get fair market value in return. I think he. I mean, like we just said, noted. If a team gets him, their chances of getting getting to the finals and winning, I mean, is great to me is greater than ninety percent. Oh yeah, for I sure. I mean, for the ones that are capable again, if we're talking about the Celtics, even the, going to the Nuggets would be really. Really Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. It's it's a game changer, right? And, then, um, uh, and oh my god, imagine him next to Joker. That would be shit. Mm-hmm. That would be tough. And we can, and that would that would actually, get the maybe Lakers. maybe the Nuggets would be ideal because then we can get Michael um, Porter Jr. Yes, I can't stand him. I mean, I can't either. But <laughs> <laughs> honestly speaking, uh, so he's remember Zach Levine back in the day. It took him a while to develop. It did. I don't so like I, Michael Porter Jr. as a person. He's weird. How's he weird? I don't know, man. He just he just doesn't strike. He doesn't give you the vibes. No, man. Just some I'm sorry. That, you know, Dennis. like some people just don't fit in with Sit, a culture Dennis. of a I'm sorry he's not handsome enough for you. <laughs> Look, man, there's just some players that Is don't Is it because really, he's light skinned or what? That it's the most absurd. <laughs> well, there's, there's gotta be something because he the athleticism, the height, all everything's there. 
Maybe he just doesn't have the confidence. He's a yet. slight conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but he's not like Kyrie. I understand Kyrie somehow. I feel like Kyrie's on a level. I get it. MPJ on the other hand is weird. He'll get there. It takes time. He's young. Man, we'll see. Some yeah, people, you know, some people don't grow out of that stuff. I mean, I don't I, think from a culture standpoint, I think he's I don't not think, a good fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you're sounding like the Texans, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we love you your resume looks good but you're yeah, just actually not his resume fit. looks good he has a great three-point shot you would think on paper that i love three-point shooters and i would want him on my team but not him no you know what michael <laughs> porter needs he needs just a better be, personality i don't know but i don't know any about that stuff so i'll leave that alone yeah yeah it's got from, nothing from to an nba player like but uh, i don't perspective. think i think players like playing with cool guys not with assholes like in general, you don't want to be on the team with the guy that like does does those like dirty little fouls in in the games, like where the other team really starts hitting you back because that dude always always like hard fouls every. So who time. would you rather have him or Kyle Kuzma? Kyle Kuzma all day. Kyle is Kuzma's cool. They call him literally the Kuz. <laughs> but I think I Michael know. Porter Jr. has more upside than Kyle Kuzma. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. So. yeah. Kyle so. Kuzma is all cool. He is not talented. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what happened with Kyle Kuzma? Because when he first came in the league, I thought he was equivalent to. He was tall. To, I, I thought he tall. was equivalent. I thought he was equivalent to Jason Tatum, and you they both had the. Tall. They both had the skill set. The problem is Jason Tatum. I mean, Jason Tatum was in Boston, and uh, Kyle Kuzma stayed in Hollywood, where he was with all the celebrities and shit. Got cool, worried about that, and Jason Tatum was in the cold, just working on his game. Kuzma knows how to get paid for being tall. Kuz could do the bare minimum, and they'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's not going to put that work in. Nope. I think I'm, I hope. Hopefully, we're just selling him short, and he's just young. And he's having a little bit of fun. I think he could. Be, I mean, he definitely has. Well, when LeBron leaves, he's going to have to. Show. Yeah, <laughs> not to. I don't want to. You know, end the shit on Kyle Kuzma party. <laughs> but I don't think he. Deserves no, shout it. out Kyle. You, you've <laughs> been doing your thing. Let's, let's turn it around. I think Kyle, we went yeah. in a little bit too hard. I just say, right now, Kuzma, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> But I would take him over MPJ. I would take MPJ <laughs> over Kyle Kuzma, but it's all in the same but thing. But I don't even think those those scenarios are even in play because, I mean, sometimes we got to be realistic, right? Um, I feel like they could be. Um, actually, <laughs> just man, like those, we was going to win 10 out, what, 10 out of 15 games in the first to start off the season. We could have. Just we like were, we weren't about to go on this 13-game losing streak. I, it's time to call it what it is, Rudy. We're injured. It's an injury season. <laughs> so what and, but saying, the record what, is the record. Yeah, but Scritchy Scratch and I uh, spoke about we forgot what an injury season is like. It is. It sucks. Yeah, and it, it does is. suck. It does suck. It's a you transition have, year. You have to, yeah, you can't lose a top five player and expect to have you know a and team it, going back to This the, point is kind of controversial. So if you want to win a championship, do you want to win it amongst a pandemic? No. Oh, it's, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. That's a, You're going to have a stadium with not not a full stadium I, it's gonna be I empty nobody's gonna be in the streets partying the, the owner's not making any money so mm -hmm. it's like all right we're gonna mm -hmm. be vaccinated for this one though Lakers, you think everybody's gonna be out not, <laughs> bro we, by the finals man let me not, tell not you it's a 70 degree day right now right now i'm we, mad that we inside doing this lakers right didn't even have a parade so we are we are about to be vaccinated you ain't gonna i'd rather have it next year we're gonna be in some so parades. that's why i say this this season we could tank I mean, organically, okay. like organically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is we, definitely a this mulligan is year. Our one and only. Yeah, this is is, but it, like every team should like you know who's what? not gonna win it should feel that way because whoever wins the championship this year they're gonna hold it up in front of a half a stadium. No, no, and no. that's gonna be empty they will be shit. vaccinated in July. They will be vaccinated. What I'm talking about right now, though, I, like to what Scratch said, it is a mulligan year technically. We can kind of carry it over a little bit, like like a loss, like last year's portfolio lost a little bit, so we're gonna carry that loss forward and say, you know what, maybe we carry that extra ten pounds forward a little bit, nah. and then work it off at a certain time period. It's gonna be a clean slate after this season. It's a, but let me tell you, the vaccinations are around the corner, and we 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 don't have a lot of time to get our stuff right. So we can't afford to. Tank so you, you need to get on Kanye's workout plan. Is what you're saying? Is he on a workout plan? I mean, he has a song called Workout Plan. No. Bro, that shit was years ago. I've seen Kanye lately. It's a whole different world. Yeah, that's another story. <laughs> not so, saying not not to yeah, say nothing yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, we saying, can stop there. Yeah. I was up, girl. Oh my god. Then <laughs> Kanye West get right for the summer workout tape and lady. Man, Elbows and jumpers. Elbows and jumpers. Episode nine. I Thank you, how Scritchy. motivational that shit was. Yeah, we we gotta start working out. We can't. We gotta lose this quarantine fat. We're tripping, right? <laughs> the, the courts are about to be open. They about to put the goals back up. Yeah, man, I've been looking for basketball, new basketball shoes, and uh, actually, Kyrie Irving's shoes have been standing out to me. 
I like those. Those are actually uh, we talked about this earlier. They mm. they look like the real Yeezys. Oh yeah. Um, Any other shoes? Quickly. Man, you know what? I'm I'm over here a little upset with the sneakers app and all the L's everybody's taking. I, I'm I'm kind of disappointed with everything. We discovered going on. why that happened. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still, you know what? It, it it kind of puts a sour taste in my mouth in general. Like, what are we doing? I think there are other shoes, other kind of like there are things that other people don't know about that it don't have to be about Jordans. So, so the high beast took an ill. I don't know about the high. It ain't about the high beast. High beast on a different level. They on the Balenciagas and all that other stuff. Nah, this is high beast are in, uh, what the Jordan ones. Nah, nah. Of different colors. You go Man. to you go to any function, you'll see uh, the ones in green, red, Man, blue, gray. Look, I, I'm a you know I'm a fan of the Jordan. You will ones. see a lot of tr- a lot of Man, twins. No, like this is this is the difference. <laughs> I think it's a classic silhouette, and it's unfortunately in the most limited supply. They're not they don't release them like the Air Force ones. But we Dennis, are off the uh, subject, by the way. No, but I want to give you credibility because <laughs> when an OG wears ones, then they should be applauded. When mm-hmm. a young one wears ones, it's like you don't know shit about ones. I'm not going gatekeep. That's to me, that's some boomer ass shit. And boom, and a boomer can be of any age if you got an old, you know, conservative ass mindset about like. Let me tell you, let them youngins flex what they want to flex because they body uh, crack on our ass anyway. That's Anything true. that we will ever do will always be whack, no matter what. That's true. That's so true. let them do I what they do. That. I agree they, with that. People, Round of people, applause. The OGs ahead of us were mad at us for doing the shit we did. <laughs> Don't don't you know? There's a vicious circle. It's a cycle that should be stopped. We should, yeah, exactly. I like that. You can't be perpetuating that hate. We gotta go over here. <laughs> There's no hate, but I just wanted to give you some applause for wearing uh, ones, because not too many people do that. I mean, Your age. You just said some <laughs> <laughs> <Your> bitch. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's right, talk so, about let's talk about some of the scouting we've done for these teams, man. Well, I thought you were gonna talk about. Oh, actually, let's talk about Old Depot since yeah. we kind of glazed uh, over that a little bit. So I think some of the talk was a. Uh, Maybe um, Miami for him. And let's talk about what happened from he got, we picked him up, thought it could be a a potential, he could potentially work out for us. What did you see in the uh, games that he played for us? And why do you think, it seems like he's got some high market value considering how how our record's gone now. We haven't really considered him as part of the reason why we could have won some of these games. No, it's a a stat padding. Mm -hmm. So it's a little misleading to the uh, individual who doesn't look at, you know, every game. Um, if you look at the numbers, it looks good. Mm-hmm. You know, he had what 28, 26 points in the last couple games. And but we were feeding the ball. Exactly. I mean, and we were we were letting him out, so we were trying to get his we're shots stat up. Yeah. <laughs> we're stat padding. And hopefully, we're showcasing. Yeah. We're showcasing. <laughs> exactly. Because right now he um he still needs a little work on that hamstring or quad, whatever he blew out. But I think, if he goes to another team and you see him just smashing and dunking on anybody he sees, then you know he was he didn't want to be here. No, nah, I think other teams ha- are able to stash him to let him, you know, recuperate the way he needs to. And we just don't have that ability with the injuries that we have. Like, we need him playing 100% right now. No, where, but we actually um, do have the time because we're, we're not expecting to win. So yeah. if he wants to try out, you know, season, if you will, then it's perfect with the Rockets. If I don't gets, think... But I feel like he should be traded because this is the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. And we need to create that leverage. Otherwise, yeah. the trade for James Harden was shit. Trade space. Well, it gives us a cap space that we sorely need to get that better free agent, right? Um, Is I there think anybody you're eyeing free with, a, with a max deal in free agency? Man. I am. Not, you know, I, I'm a big fan. If I'm not saying that we want to tank and lose games. But if we can get a high draft pick somehow, dude, I hate the high yeah. draft pick. You know, know why? Because it's not guaranteed. It's not. It's fifty fifty. It's not. It's a, not even fifty fifty. I think it's more like fifteen. Getting a, I mean, let me. You know what? This is gonna, this is gonna sound crazy to you or something. But the last time you were able to get a six man and turn him into a superstar was literally James Harden. We have Kevin Porter Jr. That's. I mean, he's already on our team. You think that Kevin Porter Jr. is going to turn into a um, superstar? Olympian, oh, the 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 level is Olympic level athlete starting a starting to bench Olympic player for the NBA. That's kind of that's the kind of headroom we're talking about. You, he definitely has all the skills. Being realist, realistic to get to the championship, you need that. Yeah, he has and all you, the skills. You need two of them, if not three, if you haven't noticed. The yeah. only downside that I see with um, Kevin Porter Jr. is that he's six four. Mm-hmm. You need six six to six ten. With him and Wood, I mean. There's that well, him upside. and Wood would be good, but uh, he would be a good piece. But if I really have one more. I'm just saying, when they construct an Olympic team, we need to have two Rockets on the Olympic team. No, I agree. That's the only way you can really get to the championship. What you had to say, Scratch? 
I forgot what I was. No, <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> it was something pending, but it's all good. What I was gonna say is like Kevin Porter has all the skills there, so he's that Damian Lillard, um, McCullum type of player. Um, he can rock anybody on the court. He he has a step back. He has everything. Yeah, but when it comes time down to the finals, you already said it, it's a different level. I'll be honest; I don't know who the fuck can take Oladipo right now. I think it's just a matter of cap space. We can trade him not... to the Miami Heat because that's where he wants to go. Apparently, um, I'm not confirming, but yeah, you know, um, if we I can guess get maybe the Celtics or the 76ers, just because. I think we did too much work with the 76ers. That's funny you say that. Yeah, and um, your hate for Daryl Morey. I don't have a hate. I appreciate <laughs> Daryl Morey. Like if Daryl Morey was on this team right now, he would have been hit the trigger on these trades. Yes, he would have. Yeah, but you so, know what though? You notice how the Nets and the Sixers both are in contention to go to the championship. Yeah, so but not think, due to Daryl Morey. Hey, look, bro. <laughs> Daryl Morey killed this team. He experimented, and then it you the know fuse what? You blew out. The fuse blew out, and he's like, I'm glad I got to go. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because what we did is we swung for the fences to get to the championship, and this season is us swinging for the fences we in the other way we swung, to create for the best possibility to get us the talent we need. We swung That's what this the, season is about. We swung for the fences idiotically. I, I, Small ball doesn't win. I mean, we did, we, we, at least we did the experiment to 100% to say that our results were accurate. Any veteran would tell any, you before the experiment happened, that doesn't win. Kobe said it. Anybody who plays basketball we knows. We also had injuries, and we're not going to litigate the past. We're going to talk about the future. Yeah, but Let's talk about the scouting <laughs> report on some of these <laughs> other teams. Um, <laughs> uh, did you see, like, Shy Gilgus Alexander stood out for us before the break, right? But, he, he's, but uh, I don't think he's anything, like, I'm just talking about, special. like, no, look, but oh, I'm, I'm going to make a point. Oh, because so of the all-star talk? Do you talk? remember Jeremy Lamb? Hold up. Because of the all-star talk? What, what, no, no, no. I'm a, you you felt a certain it, way about Scott Gilgis just it, right now. Like, it's a style. What is going on with him? With it's you? a style. It's a style. You don't so, like him. Not that I don't like him, but you can't shoot um, a jumper without leaning. He shoots it very straight up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, he's really good to the court. Like, he gets to the court. But I feel like OKC is going to need another alpha there. So you're saying he's a good role player. He's, he like a, good, a, good he's a good two. He's yeah. a good two to three. Um, like an old hopefully Lipo. I get pro- like look when I say this shit. Hopefully I get proven wrong because I want them all to reach their. Oh max, yeah, I'm not. You know? But and you feel you feel like uh, he's overvalued. Then is that how you feel? He's about not him? overvalued. He's just with LKC. Yeah, yeah. He's just yeah. with LKC. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you dude. have you have all the shine. You have all the opportunity. So I remember when Jer- Jeremy Lamb was here before he got traded. He was like the next one that yeah, was going to be. Up. We thought he yeah, was. but he he was limited in his skill set. Mm-hmm. You know and. That's what I look for when I'm like trying to recruit who's the next person coming to the Rockets, you know. And right now, Kevin Porter, I'm happy with him being here. I'm happy with Kenyon Martin being here, um, rather than a shot Gilgis. Yeah, hell no, yeah. no, no. I'm, I'm just you know, you know yeah, yes. I would rather have Kevin Porter Jr. than um, Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so going to uh, some of the other teams that you you mentioned, uh, the Pelicans uh, and the well, let's kind of skip over to what was it, the Knicks, the Wizards. The uh, 76ers, the Bulls, anybody stick out from them? From the Knicks? Knicks have been having a pretty good year. They have a solid rookies. Um, I don't know who. I mean, there's n- nobody. Julius just, Randle. Julius Randle has just been developing. Mm-hmm. He's like that Zion Williamson type of Charles Barkley player. Rough, can use fundamentals to get where he needs to be. Nothing. Like, he can't step back and shoot. Like, mm-hmm. so there's really the nobody point. out there then that we. There's people out there. I think it's going to be about picks and not necessarily about roster building. Again, when we go back to no, how know, we start uh, out the season. I have one player, Cam Reddish from the Hawks. Mm-hmm. If we can get him. There's a chance of that. That's a, you know, Cam Reddish is like 6'8", 6'9", 6'10", type of player. Has all the mobility. can shoot. What year? He's like a what, second year. Maybe he's even a rookie. Mm-hmm. I'll have to confirm, but... If like Cam, look out for Cam Reddish, bro. Like that's who I have my on. I have my eye on Cam Reddish, Bobo, and Jamal Murray. <laughs> like <laughs> Jamal Murray, we're not getting because they're not trading him away. Um, I'm glad you finally understand that. Yeah, Tobias Harris is Cam even Reddish a good is a role player. Rookie, by the way, so he's on a rookie deal. I don't think they're gonna be. Cam, but oh, um, you know what? That that's kind of interesting because that takes us into Justin Patton a little bit, who is a fourth year player right now, and he's kind of on. He's in that time frame where a player goes from, you know, entering the league at 19, they're 23, and then we start seeing, you know, what can happen with them. He's a good role, like, bench center. He came in with a pretty solid three-point shot. Yeah, but... I want to see him next to Wood. 
that yeah. would be nice. The only thing is, as I hate to say it, is injury. Like these mm. players, like who aren't solid and don't have that those strong feet, they can get injured really easily. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need somebody who's like has a strong base. Like you see with Cantor, mm-hmm. you know, at the center row. Mm-hmm. You see with um who else, who who got hurt um next to Cantor? Yurchik. What's his name? Nurchik, yeah. Yeah, Nurchik. Strong bases. Because they can handle the pressure. I think mm-hmm. that's where you you kind of see the decline of they the big man. They can handle the forces is when what they, I'm saying. When they talk yeah. about the decline of the big man, it's not because there aren't big men in the league anymore. It's because they can't stay in the game. And if every team that we... And and since the season has started, not just because of the pandemic, but for any team to get anywhere in the playoffs or in the season, you can't have injuries. You got, you got to have solid Ironman kind of players that can get through the entire season. Because if you can't... You got to make it not only through the regular season. You got to make it through the playoffs, and and it's the highest stage to lose at. Yeah, and that's and, one thing I want to give credit to James Harden because he is that Iron Man. He mm-hmm. is, you know, he, he is. He is. he never got hurt. <laughs> he <laughs> played every game, every season. Shit could have gone that's south a million different ways with yeah, injury. You don't any, see that. And the thing is, he's very malleable. He the way he moves can cause an injury in any second. But he stays strong. He has sprained ankles and all that. Yeah, but, that's, but he that's, doesn't know regular yeah. basketball. Let me tell you. He's an ox. That's Those sprained ankles, I, I would have been out for two months. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way regular NBA, play, NBA players come back in two games, I'm going to be like, man, I, I'd be out for two months on crutches. Yeah, so that's something that we kind of take for granted as far as the health mm-hmm. um, when you have it. Um, KD's been getting hurt. Steph Curry's been getting hurt. Um, Clay Thompson, hey, that's, you a, see, that's another wild card. You don't know where Tank, Clay Thompson's going to end up at some point. And you see how the sentiment changes as soon as somebody's injured. All of a sudden, everything they did goes down. Like they, it that's doesn't true. mean as much. It's all of a sudden, you know, it's it's like, oh, that's not a top five uh, player he's about anymore. To get that's not a yeah. They it's get a, washed just by sentiment alone, but not through anything that they've done outside of being. It's injured. a what have you done li- for me lately? Absolutely. Of, you know, league. Since uh, we're talking about trades right now, uh, Eric Gordon, where is he uh, potentially going? He would do good with the Nuggets as well, or with the Heat. Any type of contender or yeah, with the he Lakers. He, he's a, like we said before, he's a true shooting guard. I heard uh, Boston might be Even good with for Boston. Eric Gordon. Even with Boston. He, would work, he works well in it. And he says he's a traditional uh, basketball player that's got every fundamental. Uh, of course, he doesn't exceed at certain. For some reason, one thing always breaks in his game every game. Point either guard. He, he's not a point guard. <laughs> he, either he's not going to be able to pass for some reason. He won't be able to hit this three-point shot, but he can drive something. But he'll excel at some two other parts of the game that completely make up for that one. That nah, maybe not exactly make up, but make up enough to where he deserves to be on the floor. And he excels at those things, though, that can that can cause problems, especially in the playoffs for teams that are not prepared for them. So I think, um, you know, happy trails. I think uh, I, I'm a big fan of him, by the way. I think that he's got that. Uh, um, who was that? Ron. Uh, He's great Ron, with a, he, Ron he, Harper. He, Ron Harper. He yeah. reminds me of Ron Harper. He had a few injuries that didn't allow him to be as best as he could, but you could tell by the flashes of brilliance in his game that he's definitely a talented basketball player, and he could do this with his eyes closed. Yeah, I agree. And sometimes his passes look like that. <laughs> <laughs> Elbows and jumpers. Episode nine. Yes, sir. So, you know, wrapping up on Old Depot, I think we're just going to get some assets in return, give a player an opportunity to continue to grow and progress in the NBA, and then hopefully we'll continue our track on rebuilding, right? Exactly. And then, so after the um, All-Star break, I guess, give us a perspective on what we should be looking for. You know, why do you continue to watch a team that kind of may be in this kind of tank kind of space where you're actually even entertaining the, the conversation? So what do you get out of I'm it? I'm waiting for the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's what I'm waiting for. And then, obviously, we're waiting for Christian Wood to get back because he's a talent. To see him develop is interesting in itself. To see Kevin Porter develop is interesting in itself. Um, so In six days, we played the number one team, Utah Jazz. So that will be with kind of a uh, full team at full that squad. point. Yeah. That would be a nice little good I'm sure uh, to see Vernon, Vernon Maxwell will be watching that game <laughs> <laughs> intensely. Shout out uh, – Mad Max. Mad Max. He's been going crazy on Twitter. On Twitter he, he is my favorite basketball Rockets player of all it's time. Hilarious. And yeah. he uh, he is on Twitter the same way he played the game. He lays it all out, and he's hilarious to me. Yeah, and that uh, shout out to him because uh, I remember seeing, um, I believe it's Michael a quote from Michael Jordan um, saying that Vernon Maxwell was his most difficult oh, yeah, competitor. I, that. I remember that. Yeah. So and that I means lo- you know what specifically I do love. I love when he played the Utah Jazz. I love how he hated certain cities the way I hated them. 
Like he he they felt were, he felt like a Houston dude, man. He just played like a Houston dude. That, isn't that it? Isn't it funny like, how all these people, all these players who come to Houston, stay in Houston after they retire? Hey, it's you know, it's a it's a comfortable place, man. They let you live here. It's kind of it's nice. We but, hold um, it down. We yeah, but uh, going going to some of the other teams, we're gonna see the Warriors. We've got uh the the Celtics um, right after the Jazz. So we're we're we've got some serious uh, teams well, coming up. Yeah, we have the us. toughest schedule in the NBA this second half. Um, so yeah. to see our um, young talent get tested, it's just gonna be fun on a night in and night out. And, and they're young, bro. They but, have the legs. Hey, like, yeah, they as, as long as Christian Wood, I see him wearing his high top. The Kobe's. hardest steel is made in this uh, in the hottest fires or some shit, and we about to get tested. Yeah, diamonds under pressure. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's 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 gonna be exciting to watch the nba as a whole i think it's talent wise the whole league has talent i think you're see, you're seeing great basketball at every level i think um shaq recently was uh kind of called out um on on tnt where he was talking about how you know big has got to get so many points rebounds and assists and i think that you gotta acknowledge that the game has changed based on the rules and things have made it to where you're seeing a more soccer or soccer style kind of play on the NBA court where the ball is moving constantly. You're seeing high precision shots up. There's, there's never been a, a time in the league where you've seen three points being put up the way they are. And I'm not, and with this kind of accuracy. So that changes the, 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 the space in the game, not just from a shooting standpoint, but how the game is defended, what kind of players you need. There's a reason why these bigs can't move, can't be on the court. They're in some ways liabilities. They can be them. That's it, why I give it, Shaq a lot of credit. So I know what you're speaking of because I see it on Twitter. That's not taken away from Shaq, by the way, because Shaq, when he was playing, all he had to literally do was diesel over everybody and score points. And, and that's all Giannis that's has all to. That's all Giannis has to do. That is all, yeah, and he won't though. He won't. Because there are so many players that that's all they have to do, and it pisses Shaq off because I mean, the thing is, people bounced off Shaq. Like they, I don't think Shaq will ever understand how big he is ever. Did you see his <laughs> wrestling debut? It was beautiful. Well, it's not a debut. He's been in wrestling before, but Shaq he is, just power bombed the shit out of bro. Man, he, I would be scared if I took even a play. Uh, 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 what was that? He power bombed. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Shout that out was, Shaq. Yeah, shout out to Shaq Diesel. Was, oh my god, my <laughs> back would have been messed up. I would have had scoliosis somehow. I would not want to deal with a Shaq. Dennis was saying that Shaq, and I believe this is true, doesn't know how strong he is because this. I mean, you know, wrestling is acting in some way, so He's you got to take care him. of your, you know, the person you're performing with, and he he like really with full throttle just. Powerbomb. He would dust <laughs> defenders off like they were like little pieces of uh, like powdered sugar from a donut or something on his shoulder. He would just dust them off. His expectations will never align with what is happening in the modern and, NBA. And that's the old school way, man. And that's something I carry because it's a value. You know, a lot of people... It's a value, but it ain't reality. <laughs> no, nah, it is reality. A lot of... that That's who... You said we mentioned diamonds under... You know, rocks form under pressure. Carbon forms mm-hmm. under pressure. They turn into diamonds. This is generational this is, talent, though. You can't teach generational talent. There's a reason why Shaq's not a coach and Anthony Hardaway is. There's the these Ty, Tyrone Lue. You see certain players become coaches. I think it's a coach because it, you got to have that perspective where I've got to teach myself and learn to get the skills that I don't that I'm not God given. One talent that I identified as doing it the hard way is um, Jason Tatum and Damian Lillard. And hopefully, well, not hopefully, but time will tell if they become champions because that would serve that character trait of grinding it, you know, and, you know, doing all the all the hard stuff because there's, if you do it the easy way, I feel like you're going to be, get beat by those players who do the work. Mm-hmm. So don't be surprised if the Nets get beaten by the celtics by the trailblazers because they're actually putting the work like when things get tough you're gonna see them rise you're gonna see damian lillard mm-hmm. hitting a fadeaway is he gonna pass the first round this year who's that lillard of course he did it last year and he oh my god he got bounced out by the lakers but did you not see him play an eight when they were okay. hurt okay so do you i mean do you think He's still a monster. At the he's, end still, of the day. he's still a monster. I guess we'll, we'll see what happens when it's. So with Damian Lillard, like what I'm telling you now is don't be surprised if he goes off in the playoffs and then the Nets get upset. The Nets are supposed to win. So How I, are the this Nets is, this... and the, and the Trailblazers even connected? It's, they're in two different conferences. Yeah, I'm talking about the finals. Oh, you think the Trailblazers are going to the finals? They have a shot. 
It's, all right, I'm going to just – the Lakers going to the finals. AD I mean, still hurt. He's still mm-hmm. hurt. <laughs> no, but even with AD coming back, I feel like the Trailblazers can give it a shot. If they they can you know, this is the thing all teams can make a trade right now so we don't know what's gonna happen um, and moving forward the Lakers are stacked yeah Lakers are stacked but they can still add people they will add people okay but what I'm saying is like so we're believing the Nets are gonna get there absolutely and if the Nets get there like when they get there they might get upset because the players who play hard like Jason Tatum like Damian Lillard. They have an extra like gear, in a them. gear yeah. that James Harden doesn't have. Kyrie Irving has. He, you know Kyrie what? Irving has. When you it. when you are under man, you're gonna see these same. You, I can't wait for these playoffs. I can't wait because that's too. all you can do is watch the games, and we'll see. And this is one. And point you're gonna see the same thing because when I saw Game Five of the Lakers versus that Trailblazer series, I saw what I saw exactly what you saw when Harden was dropping that Game Seven. I saw a player that stopped. He was exhausted. Apparently, there's no excuse. If you're the if you're the number one player, there's Play no excuse. Eight and seed, <laughs> eight seed. Well, I'm, we're not gonna touch back on that topic. Yeah. yeah, we already discussed that. But look, don't be surprised. That's all I'm saying. Don't be surprised if the Nets lose. And this is the thing that I want to end with. The Nets. Why are would su- the Nets lose with KD, the Kyrie, Nets, and exactly? Harden. The Nets are supposed to win. There's nothing special. But you said don't be surprised if they do. Like, which one is it? I'm saying, don't be. Well, I'm trying to protect your heart because I love. I know you love James Harden, and you're. You want to see him win. I think they. When you okay, have, so okay, if I'm not considering your feelings, the Nets. They don't lose. have the best team. They don't have the best team in the Eastern Conference. Say that they have the best team in the NBA. Okay. There you go. They're supposed to win. But there's you, there's nothing special about them winning. Okay. That, there's nothing. Why is then, it praiseworthy? Then, I'm not saying it's praiseworthy. I just want to make sure you don't undo what you just said. So continue. It's not praiseworthy. No, I said. But what I'm saying is David can take down Goliath. Okay. When it's an unfair, unfair matchup. So that's the thing, though. If the Trailblazers are in the Western Conference, their Goliath is really the Lakers. Their Goliath first is the Warriors. It's first the Nuggets. Oh, I, I, I thought you slept on the Warriors. So they're Goliath now? They're not Goliath. I I think, tell me that. You want to put me on a spot? I'll put you on a spot. I think why, they're a better, the think the, they're a better team than the Trailblazers. That's not controversial. No, in the beginning of the season, you're saying that they're ass. You're saying Steph Curry is ass. What episode was that? <laughs> like three. I guess, you know. <laughs> we can we're, move we're on because uh, there's crickets. We're so. living in the present. And we <laughs> it's okay. I like, I like that little silence. <laughs> we acknowledge reality. Reality is that they are better than the Trailblazers. That's I don't a think so. I don't think so. Point. No, no, no. I don't think so. I made that controversial too. No, not it's right not right there. I gave them their credit. I gave Steph Curry his credit as a commander. I think he Steph... will make anybody around him better. Okay. And he has been doing that. And then when, I mean, they they and, still have a few minutes. They don't have Clay yet. So I don't expect them to win the finals. But are, this is kind still of a fun thing. They're still, they're, still they're still beasting because the common factor is Steph Curry. So, but Dennis wanted to discredit him. And saying, just because they were losing in the beginning, I told Dennis, no, wait a bit, because they're going to get it together. And he was like, nah. Well, I guess they got it together and they're better than the Trailblazers. So you should listen to me moving forward because I actually but say some factual you, shit. But now you disagree with me right now. <laughs> About what? You think the Trailblazers are a better team. Because you're giving them too much credit. You're on opposite, like you're bipolar with this shit. Oh, wow. Let's not. They're be, 19 and 18 right now. Let's not be prescriptive. That's <laughs> pretty good. 19 no, I'm saying it's like. I uh, I just don't want you to be too um, too extreme on either side. Let's be in the middle. You know the the Warriors are good with Steph Curry, but are they gonna go all the way to the finals? Probably not. Or, but you think the Trailblazers are? Yeah, because they've been going through it every year. Yeah, I especially think, McCollum. Well, they got CJ comes back. McCollum too. Yeah. I think they got, and your team come back. Yeah. yeah, they got a they got a strong overall squad. Yeah, and I'm not considering the injuries of the Warriors. Yeah, absolutely right. So you think that. Uh, Currently, uh, the the Trailblazers and the Nuggets got the same record. They're both twenty one and fourteen. You know, the Nuggets got fifteen losses, but close enough. And the do you think the Trailblazers will create some separation without barring any injuries? I believe so. I believe so. The Nuggets. You know what? Um, I'm starting not to like about Jamal Jamal Murray's game is that he's making it too difficult. Like, why do you have to make a layup like so like hard, bro? It's like, and he makes a shot. Like, so he switches hands and does oh all God. this extra You're shit. You over here being a boomer talking about like, why has he got to be so fancy? Just, just shoot it the right way. No, not shoot it the right way. But <laughs> like, what is it? It's like just, just make a layup. 
<laughs> See what I mean? You can't. It can't it's have right no there. sauce. It's right, no, right there. It's right. Just like can't that last no game. Flavor, yeah, just, no, I'm, I'm, remember I'm, that last game where he uh, stopped at some the three of us point. Like, hey. Then everybody else stopped at the three exactly. point line and stuff. He could have. He could have. Yeah, he could have just you ran in. Ran some in. of us, you know, appreciated Allen Iverson's game. There, you know, that, that Allen Iverson is one of the few players where you said, you know what, that his shoe was official because. Allen Iverson had the entire personality on the court. You know, none of us discredit Allen Iverson. (laughs) (laughs) Then let let the young man cook. Yeah, I'm letting him cook, but I'm just saying, keep in mind. Stop trying to get everybody to be old. I'm just keeping I, think, mind. I, I feel like we're going around right now. So <laughs> yeah, let's nah, let's yeah. get back to the main topic. Okay. <laughs> what what the Rockets? <laughs> the Rockets, so No, no. I, I kinda <laughs> We I, went way too far. No, nah, no, nah, I kinda <laughs> wanted to talk about basketball in general and some of the out because if you're watching the Rockets, you also gotta watch some of the other teams, right? And yeah. we're gonna be watching the NBA playoffs and, and you don't want to just go into that without knowing what's going on out there. So it's good to know that you got the Trailblazers possibly going having some kind of Western Conference Finals potential, along with, I think, the Nuggets to definitely be in that conversation. We're purposely leaving out the Clippers. We're purposely leaving out the Suns and the Jazz, who have better and records than all these teams. Yeah. The Mavericks are not doing shit. The Clippers, I think they're a little old. I think mm-hmm. Beverly's too old for that squad. Quick rundown, Utah Jazz. Utah Don Jazz. Mitchell, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert got picked nah, last they're in, they're in Just the city of Salt Lake is just something well, are we going hating? against the forces. <laughs> are we hating? In the playoffs, they're going to... Yeah. I think in the playoffs. Yeah, I think that's where the Olympic little gene or whatever it is comes into play. Where And Donovan Mitchell is Olympia, so is Rudy Gobert. But I think LeBron and AD can yeah. be a stronger pair against exactly. them. Exactly. I think Damian Lillard, who is also an Olympian, can do better. And... I think uh, Jokic and, uh, and Murray can also do the same. So I think uh, the Utah Jazz, to me, although they are the number one seed in the West, I just don't believe in them. Nah, no, like the Rockets were the, they're, the they're number one seed back right in the now. day. Like during the, even the Harden years, we would have moved up to that one. But mm-hmm. it's different in the playoffs. They're so. healthy right now, yeah. too. Yeah. So. And they're healthy. Health, exactly. health matters, right? Yeah, health it's matters. a regular season health. So. Yeah. so I guess going forward, you know, we expect to see – to watch some of these other teams, I think we've got some uh, great games against some of the best teams in the league. And appreciate what they've got going on because there's definitely talent all across the league that's worth watching. And um, and it kind of gives you a window into who we could potentially get as well and get you prepared for the next step. Definitely. Um, going into uh, the next thing, I guess let's talk about J.J. Watt leaving the Texans. We going already... to the Cardinals. Yeah. I mean, I like it. He's, he's um, <laughs> you know, uh, reuniting with D-Hop. Happy hope, trails. Happy trails, but I hope uh, Watson can make it up there some way. <laughs> and then they win the championship. <laughs> that would be ideal for me. Uh, that's. I, I mean, if we I get mean, Kyle no, Murray. I'm not, I'm not mad at if that If we get Kyle Murray. I just know. feel like yeah, I, I really I really don't think that we deserve to have good things if if we don't know how to treat them and use them. I think it's a, we're, it's, we're, it's we're treating a spoiled be, um, child it's to gonna something be int- they, do, they don't yeah. deserve. It's going to be interesting to see what um what unfolds. With the I feel sorry for Nick Casario and this uh, and and our new head coach for the for the Texans because I, I don't I'm I, man I, maybe I need to get some other opinions on this matter if I should no be. it's a you I know, mean between us maybe we we are a little down on the Texans and no we, we beat a be. dead horse stop feeling sorry yeah. for it it is what it is and this upcoming season Deshaun Watson is apparently going to sit out oh and is that fact he's ready to do that. And if he does that, then it's over completely. <clears throat> so, so, I mean, what team are you going to follow? I'm following everybody. I mean, I'm, I'll, I think with the vaccine being out, I think we can discuss how we can spend our time wisely. I think uh, the Dynamo will allow like 25, 35% capacity. I think we're going to have <laughs> a wonderful time. You know, why I don't support the Dynamo. I just, it just, um, I will buy your to- ticket to the next game. Because it's hot as hell. Family tickets. <laughs> it's hot as hell. You know what? You know what? We've been indoors for a year. I think we deserve a little bit of sun. And if it's, if we can sweat outside, we're gonna do that. It's humidity. There, bro. I think we gotta. I, I, I we gotta appreciate like this dog. world. We we have been in. We have been masked up. We. I think we're we're gonna we're gonna have our beers. We're gonna make it happen. Turn that shit off. <laughs> But nah, I think the Dynamo, they start on April 3rd or April 4th. What was that song, by the way? Because I, I had no idea. What was that scratch? That was sad music. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that we definitely should support uh, all of our Houston teams. I think in these, in, in, especially in hard times, every, every one of these sports teams, players, and, and, the, and the family of the, of the teams involved, 
definitely give back to the city as well, I think. And they do show a lot of support. I'm sure it's a tax write-off and they're doing it for also or also tax benefits. But they do support the community and be... I don't know. Um, it's good to be, again, socializing with people again. I think we... And, I'm, and ready to support, <laughs> I'm ready to support the Cardinals, bro. Can I give you a reason to support the Dynamo? Austin's going to have a team. Uh, a soccer team? Yes, an MLS team. Well, actually, you know, I do like Edo, so you'll probably see me there. Because <laughs> I don't want to deal with Austin people talking about soccer and about our team, and then I'll sit up there and be like, just take it. You know what I don't like? Um, and MLS? we do have Joe Corona coming, apparently, so... The reason why I don't, I don't even know who that is. The reason why we are saying. going to be discussing. I think Dynamo. we need to start doing our uh, research, research on, on Dynamo. The, well, the MLS. The reason why, and this is the average perspective. Rudy, Rudy has to stop fighting this. There, this is the average perspective. My average perspective. So the reason why I don't watch MLS is because it's too slow. So when you see the World Cup, and like you see Brazil just boom, 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 you know, pass, it's, pass, pass. I, it's the American eyes. So I'm trying to help you get it's a little bit more global. Shit to me. <laughs> it's, it's your American eyes. You've got to you got to get a little bit it, more perspective. It looks like soccer with a Big Mac and some extra large fries. <laughs> I guess when you're drinking, <laughs> it's the, the town level increasing. It, I, I think it's fun. You know, if you think about like concussions and you think about how how much money is involved even in the sport. So if you've got if you're looking at the future of sports in general, like soccer's still up there. I mean, I know that you've heard this a million times about it being global. It's really football. Blah, I love global soccer. <laughs> it's just it's just MLS is still growing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think the talent's getting there. I mean, I think. Hopefully, we'll see a, a more attacking team coming forward. I think you're going to see... Matter of fact, I think we will be an attacking uh, team based on uh, our new acquisitions. I think... Um, I will get some more information on that, but uh, I think you'll like what we have coming our way. MLS, and I think for, well, MLS yeah. is like the WNBA. You know yeah. what? This is disrespectful. Elbows and Jumpers, episode nine. Look, man, we're not going to be disrespectful to the MLS. We are not going to be disrespectful to the Saber Tooths or, or the Saber Cats. You mean Saber Cats? <laughs> you forgot your own team. <laughs> Look, bro, I'm getting, I'm getting, my, I'm stepping on my game. I'm, I'm gaining perspective. I'm learning. You don't want to put me on game on the Saber Cats. <laughs> Saber Tooth, Saber Cats. You said Saber Tooth Tigers, right? <laughs> I did. I did. I'm thinking about the comics <laughs> and the Power uh, Rangers, <laughs> X Men, actually. Okay. So, so so anyways like look man all these um professional <laughs> leagues obviously deserve praise but there's a difference you know for the MLS yeah, yeah. to the, I mean there's a reason why you watch La Liga there's a reason why you watch Premier League I think with American soccer I think you get something different it, it, and it can and you know what if it gets you outside the house if we can like have something more in common to communicate with other people with it kind of, that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about the community I'm talking about Growing, yeah, from a it's like watching us playing high school ball. Are we yeah, that great? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but if you can create relationships with those players, exactly, just like we created, and I with, think soccer is a more age friendly sport for us, to even you know, play on a personal level. Like, we, we don't have to, you know, basketball is rough, we can we can tear an ACL and with soccer too, but we can know that we can't go as hard with that. That's why I like the idea that Scratch brought up with, like, I mean, kind of referencing the WNBA. Like, I applaud them for like. Hooping. Oh, They're for time. sure. If you play, beast. I know. If, we, if you play any WNBA player, and me and Scratch have played a WNBA player in the hood. Yes, um, we have. Bro. Sydney Cozen. Sydney Cozen. Shout Sydney Cozen. You used to cross our asses uh, up. Beast. They're beasts. <laughs> They're beasts, bro. But that 10 foot goal takes away from the entertainment value. It's all about entertainment. At the you're end. talking yeah. about dunking. Yes, they have to dunk. They have, and this is I the thing. I don't think so. Yeah, think. and this is the thing with Shaq. Like for the average fan, he says. There's no, there's no difference between the WNBA. Would, like, let me finish. There's no difference between the WNBA and the NBA. The skill set is the same. The only thing is the dunk. That's the only thing that brings attention. We like seeing people get dunked on. Yeah. And if possibly you brought the foot down, I mean, the goal to nine feet in the WNBA, it might change it up. So if anybody's looking to invest in a women's league with a nine foot goal, y'all might make it happen and do well. That's true. I don't know if uh, I don't. I mean, just me personally. I don't know. Like, I don't have an opinion. I haven't thought about formulating opinion whether on um, what I need to change in the WNBA game. I I think it's to me. I think it's being played fine. I think that um, they play it differently due to the due to the different kind of limitations. But if you see a dunk, it becomes that much more spectacular. I think um, there's different ways of appreciating it. Um, Is it? I mean, it's just. I mean, 
It's the average. It's like the average individual in the world. I have a soft spot for the comments because they brought us championships as well. I love the comments. R.I.P. <laughs> Kim Parra. Like, I love nah. Cheryl And more importantly, I, I think, and matter of fact, when Cooper. it comes to, I mean, you can't really compare MLS to, to WNBA to any other sport. Every league has a stand on their own. I think when you compare MLS, it's going to be, you're comparing it to, you're comparing it to European or Mexican league soccer. And obviously, we're not on the same stage. So, So the thing I like that, I think the final point in this is, create relationships with the people that we have here and support mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And then that's is like when I bring so it back. We it's, like, it's like Saber Cats rugby. Yes. And we'll learn their names. And <laughs> exactly. We'll go support them and you root for them. So Sounds good. I don't, yeah. I don't think it's a I dig soapbox it. about soccer. No, I dig it. I mean, just, but I, want, I just want to go outside and do something. Yeah, what's the time? And uh, they got we got a whole stadium that's been sitting there waiting for us to fill its seats. I guess what you were saying, we got to appreciate... That we do have it. Exactly. Because these Austin people are going to be annoying about it. Yeah. Best believe. All right. So let's go out, you know, have Slim Thug performing a halftime show and make it a show. There you go. That's what I'm talking (laughs) about. There you go. (laughs) I dig it. I dig it. Anything else we want to cover? Uh, What's going on in the boxing world? Nothing. Oh, Canelo had a fight against a no name and I really don't remember his name. (laughs) (laughs) That's how, I mean, so that's on DAZN Sports, The zone. Right? zone. Mm-hmm. So are we paying for zone fights? I mean, if you want to, you have the option Are you to. paying for the zone fights? What's, I, who's fighting tonight? No idea. But are you are you going to pay for that fight? I, uh, well, okay, I tweeted that I would gladly pay for a Manny Pacquiao and Canelo fight. Not happening. Isn't Manny Pacquiao like 50 years old? He can still box. He just put um, Thurman on his ass. They're going to give him... That that uh the concussion syndrome, and you're not even gonna feel a bit of shame about it. Have you seen Manny Pacquiao on his last fight? I have. He's he's a beast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just concerned. You can't be doing this forever. It's like, you know, after a certain age, it's not a matter of whether you can or can't do something. It's what about whether you should be doing something. But like, what if you're vegan? What do you mean if you're vegan? Oh, if you're <laughs> <laughs> if you're Chris Paul. Look, man, some things lower your blood pressure, increase your, you know, make your cardiovascular shit better. There are things that you can do to get healthier. Getting punched in the head is not one of those things. Manny Pacquiao doesn't. Do less things. And that's the thing. Getting older is about doing the dumb things less. If you're still doing the same dumb things for 30 years, man, I appreciate the hustle. He's, but damn. The thing with Life pain, is hard and long like the that. Manny, Manny Pacquiao has actually got better. Since his like yeah, previous fights, I, I just remember it's when impressive. he got laid out. So like Mayweather, he's retired. I I actually believe Mayweather can actually come back. Yeah, he and he's actually doing exhibitions. He's gonna fight Jake Paul, and he's gonna beat his ass or Logan Paul, whatever Paul brothers, and he's gonna put them to shame because you can't cheat a professional. This is the thing when you're a professional at any level in any sport, it's so much harder to get there, including at- the MLS. Yeah, I would say so. Thank you. I would say so. Good point. And this is one thing I see, I mean, just a small note with the D-League. A D-League player, like an average D-League player, cannot compete against the sorriest NBA league player at all. Absolutely. Yep. No Mm -hmm. doubt. I mean, I think there's going to be a new Premier League or something like that for, for the NBA where developmental where... Yeah, it's you've like, been you've been touching on that on the previous episode. There's something coming up. You're actually. developing on something. No, no, it's already <laughs> happening. Uh, I saw um, some kind of like not AAU, but it's going to be a junior league of some sort to help develop players to go outside of the NCAA. With the big baller brand, something like that. <laughs> he was doing something. You know, know what? It's going to happen. These ideas are just too out there to not happen, and the NCAA should not be in charge of youth talent in the in this entire country. I agree. We'll leave it's, that to the next episode. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. Anything else we're we want to cover makers with the right Astros? Now. Astros are starting, right? They're uh, Astros are starting. We are coming. Yep. Spring training or what is it? Yeah, Cause spring training started. Because I'm not an expert. I'm not going to. I don't even know. Like the problem is, uh, are we are we even going to be? Uh, you know, uh, we might want to go to the first Astros games. You know, because uh, apparently coronavirus is post vaccine, post vaccine, <laughs> especially in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> look, I post vaccine. That's what that's what that's we the term. Post vaccine. So you I don't know, know if it's a term. It's just when I plan on doing anything. When I'm like, when we and all of us are completely vaccinated. Hey, shout out DJ Flip Flop. He's uh, commenting on our Twitch right now. What up? What up? Yeah, what up? What up? Shout out Flip Flop. Oh, <laughs> April Fool's Day, April 1st. Astros versus Athletics. Yeah. Game one. 
I so, feel, I feel, hold on, he brought up a note saying Manny versus Ryan Garcia. Manny would destroy Ryan Garcia right now. The, the, oh, the, we but didn't no, even talk. he just wants to see Ryan Garcia get his head beat in. <laughs> we, we, didn't even, uh, we didn't even talk about Ryan Garcia get dropped on his last fight. Oh, man. Remember that? That's what I mean. That's why he wants to see Manny fight him. He, <laughs> want, he want to see somebody dead. <laughs> man, so anyways, um, there's some good, there's good talent in boxing. Um, baseball MLB Astros have some uh we I think we have a redemption year just to you know overcome all the haters it's, a, it's a long season I think uh we'll see I mean it's still we're still gonna be in the middle of this whole different scenario just like the NBA season um has been topsy-turvy I think the the MLB MLS everybody's still not completely out of the woods yet and we don't want to definitely be celebrating too early so I think you're gonna still still see a period of adjustment but I think by July, August, and I'm really hoping that we can get to that point where we're going to feel really, really free. You're ready for your first music festival. I'm re- I'm ready for something. <laughs> You're ready to rage. We're going to need I, Travis Scott. We're going to drop out. And- <laughs> yeah, you know I, I, what I, I am not I trying to rage to damn Travis Scott. I think Scott. that's I'm what too- he wants. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get lit. Bro, you've been holding it in for a year. You used to go to all these music festivals. We have seven viewers right now. Shout out to our seven viewers. If you this- have any questions... Any music you want to hear, let us know. You know, we vibing right now. This is Elbows and Jumpers. This is episode nine. Let's go and play some music. What we got, Scritching? Check, check, check. Elbows and Jumpers, episode nine. We're with the outro. Yes, sir. So, episode nine's in. Episode ten coming about a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Are we going to do something special with ten? Maybe wear suits. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, obviously, make it a special occasion. Maybe a uh, scratchy scratch can uh, do a live performance for us. Oh yeah, that'll be a nice set. That'll be dope. But um, yeah, I could do that. Hey, but we definitely appreciate all the viewers um, supporting. Keep, keep interacting on Twitter at Elbows and Jumpers. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely uh, catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. But uh. Engage with us on Twitch. You know, every couple of weeks we go live here and uh, have a whole conversation with whoever's on. Oh, yeah. We're going to have merch coming soon as well. Airwolves and Jumper shirts. <laughs> um, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, we had a lot of, um, you know, momentum with people winning that. So, you know, we got that moving forward. Look out to episode 10. We out. Peace. Will you say-